I'm Danielle. And I'm Christy. And you are listening to Snacks with Stein. Let's do it. Welcome to Snacks with Stein, episode 56, the long lost episode. <laughs> We're back, like, kind of, I think. Yeah. Um, but we are back. <laughs> We're very sorry that it's been a very long time. Life happens. Yeah. Chrissy is moving to another state. That's a big life change. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me. Mental health. But it's okay because Halloween is officially started. It started July 5th. If you didn't know, get with the program. Put out a pumpkin. Yeah. Freak out your neighbors. It's it's Halloween. Christy is moving. Big news. Big news. Okay, so the process of selling and buying and moving about 10 hours is um, awful, awful, especially when you have trust issues with where other like adults are concerned and you don't ever trust anyone to do their job ever. So it is literally like (laughs) a two month process of wiping everyone's ass. And if you do a real good job, you might get what you should have gotten anyway. I truly don't understand. I've met different personalities and have different family members with different personalities, because we've talked about this before. I have a high frustration threshold, which means it takes quite a bit for me to just stop trying. I can usually figure things out. I can problem solve. I can research. It's almost, it's part of the thrill for me. Like it's very Mm -hmm. rare that I get to a place where I just throw my hands up and quit. Yeah. But I know a lot of people that can't do, they have a very low frustration tolerance. Like you think, mm-hmm. like, think about the older people in your life, like trying to get any kind of like electronic technology to like work oh, yeah. mm-hmm. or passwords mm-hmm. or whatever. Like how <laughs> do those people go through this process? Because I'm telling you, the only reason this is actually happening is because we literally wiped everyone's ass. And you're talking about, like, the movers or, like, who are you talking about? So, like, okay, so, like, you you put your house on the market for sale. um, Mm -hmm. And the realtor that you have that lists your property is going to take about 2.5 to 3% somewhere in that area of the wholesale of your house. They're going to give another 2.5 to 3% to the realtor that they bring to buy the house. So out the gate, 6% of your house is just going to go to realtors for processing paperwork. That's a lot for a bigger house. That is a lot. Right? What a scam. So you're salty, but you kind of have to do it. And then you have like, then you have the wonderful process of showing your house. And in this day and age, it comes on an app and the app will give you an alert saying, oh, so-and-so would like to to be at your house at this, this day, at this time to come and look at it. Oh, wow. 
So now I'm going to spend the next four hours re-deep cleaning my house uh, mm-hmm. for this appointment. And they're going to show up an hour early. And they're not going to oh, call. God. And they're not going to knock on the door. They're just going to get the key and let themselves into your house. Where do they get the key from? From the lockbox. The realtor has a combination. Oh. Even though this realtor oh, so knows the realtor will tell them. that someone lives here and that you need to call. Yeah, you, you guys just, are like, living there. Walk up in <laughs> yeah. people's houses like, what if I had been naked? You're lucky I already put my dogs out in the camper because <laughs> right. you wouldn't have a face anymore. Like, so yeah. stuff like that kept happening. Or if they happening. were allergic or like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> stuff like that kept happening during the whole process. I probably showed my house 15 different times. Uh, and then- How many times? Probably 15 times. But right about 15. the time I put my my house on the market is right about the time the market cooled way off. Because um, I'm mm, good like that. Right. I've got good timing. I remember we talked about that. Yeah. 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 So we were getting a little discouraged. We were worried about finding a buyer. And then we got right. two offers in the same weekend. And they were the exact same offer. Wow. So then we had to choose. And it was like this blind gentleman and his wife or it was like this family that had like a couple of boys and so mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day we just went eeny meeny miny mo because there was no other way to fairly choose and yeah. the family ended up getting it so we told them that they got the house they called 7 a.m the next morning they don't want the house after all oh my god so then we call the, the couple and luckily they were still interested and they're the people that ended up buying our house. That's great. So now we go through the process of, okay, we're kind of friends. We might buy this house, but there's eight different ways this <laughs> shit can fall apart between now and the 30 days that we're supposed to close. And by the way, there's about eight different people right. involved in this process between title people and whatever. You guys don't care. Anyways. Everybody has to talk to everybody and they're not capable of doing that. They've got to filter everything through you. And instead of just having a great big giant email or chain, that's that's too logical. We can't do that. Right. You can't just copy everybody on everything so everybody knows what's going on. Um, no. So we go through the process. We're going through. I'm starting to pack. I'm starting to let myself get excited because, like I said, I have trust issues. So for me, until I'm signing... I don't really believe mm-hmm. it. Um, Makes sense. You know, and it's hard on the kids too, because it's like COVID too. Like, you don't know what's going on. You don't know when it's going to mm-hmm. be over. You don't know if there is going to be a solution. Like, all yeah. these things. So the day of our inspection okay. comes, Sean and I get an email. It's like a Monday, right? And for the inspection, mm-hmm. we all have to be out of the house for like four hours. Mm-hmm. So... Roman stayed in the camper with the dogs and I had to take Natalie down for an orthodontist appointment and I'm driving to the orthodontist appointment and my realtor calls me and she was like, um, so I just got off the phone with the other realtor and the other realtor said they're scheduling the inspection for Friday. And I said, no, it's today. It's happening right now. Like Mm -hmm. it started like 10 minutes ago. She was like, I don't know who's at your house right now because this realtor says they don't know them. 
that they never oh. scheduled them. And this could be a scam <clears throat> for someone <gasps> to rob your house. Holy F. I mean, because think about that. That's very <laughs> clever. You could oh, easily yeah. find <clears throat> whose house is under contract on Zillow. Contact mm-hmm. the realtor saying that you're an inspector that's been scheduled mm-hmm. because you have to be away right. from your house for four hours. Right. So you could like just, you know, smash and grab essentially. Like exactly. get what you can in four hours and yeah. But here's mm-hmm. the problem. My child is still at the house. Right. He's out in the camper. So she's like, <clears throat> I think you should call the police. Oh, my God. So Sean had just left for work. So I called Sean. I said, turn around. You need to head back up the mountain. I explained what was going on. I was like, block the driveway, but don't go in because we don't know who's in there. I texted Roman in the camper. Yeah, they could have weapons. Yeah. I texted Roman in the camper. I let him know what was going on. I said, keep the door locked. He said, well, somebody knocked on the door to the camper. On the camper door? Yeah. And I was like, well, what did you do? He was like, I just pretended like nobody was here. I was like, okay, that was that was the right thing to do. Yeah. And so the cops show up. That guy, while Sean is driving up to the house, the guy calls our realtor to try to get the lockbox combination. He says he's a legitimate inspector. And she's like, well, you don't have permission to be on the property because the other realtor doesn't right. know who you are. So you need to leave. So he doesn't want to get involved or arrested. So he leaves. Our buyers never owned up to it, but I think they scheduled an inspection and just didn't tell anyone. So that the buy- the buyers scheduled it? Yes. Like themselves? Yes. And did not tell their realtor, did not have their realtor contact us, did not mm-hmm. anything. Because like who, like I've, I've only, I've, I've never like obviously bought, I mean, I've I was with my, my, I was in high school when we bought this house. So I don't remember anything. So when the, the inspection, what are they doing? They're looking for like, if you, if there's like cracks everywhere and like, you know, that kind of stuff, like it's, all the things that like. It's a home inspection <clears throat> and it can be as in depth as you want it to be. There are certain things they can't do. Like they can't cut holes mm-hmm. in your wall. They can't like inspectors have of to course, carry insurance right. in case mm-hmm. they break shit. Um, but you know, they're going to check their roof and they're going to oh, check, but, they're going to flush all the toilets yeah. and they're going to, you know, but a, but a buyer, but if I was buying your house, I could schedule that independently. I don't need my realtor to do it for me. I could just find a company and have them do it. I mean, in theory, yes, it it'd be real stupid through. because then the people that live in your house don't know anyone's coming. Right. Like right, no, I know, I agree. I'm just saying. I always thought that was like could. something that the realtor coordinated. You coord- send it to coordinated. Right. <clears throat> yeah, you absolutely could. Because when you go under contract in a house, there's like so many different places that you legally can escape the mm-hmm. contract. And after the inspection, Got it's one it. of those places. So right, because they drama, find drama, drama, etc. Yeah. Right. Right. So we we make it past the inspection while, while all this is happening. We're going through the same process on the Oklahoma house. So oh everything gosh. that we're, we're coordinating here gets doubled there, right? Doubled, yeah. So, yeah. So it's been, it's nobody cares. It's been very stressful. It's been cray cray. I've been <laughs> doing things to cope, like drink. Um, 
that's probably I gained 10 pounds like <laughs> all my clothes are tight <laughs> like it is You'll I will be it. glad Stress to be weight. done because it's absolutely <laughs> been survival mode um yeah we sign our final paperwork two days and moving wow. day is on Saturday amazing so good luck and everybody like, how are you <laughs> and you're driving to Oklahoma yeah like, so my dad uh, yeah. is pulling a 24 foot trailer and my uncle Gene no my uncle Gene is pulling a 24 foot trailer my dad is pulling uh -huh. a 28 foot trailer um oh, wow we are really really hoping that we can get everything into those two trailers into the two trailers Yes, I don't want to come back. Wow. I don't want to. Yeah. Because how long is the drive? Uh, well, technically it's 10 hours. It's 12 with kids. Uh -huh. But we're going to have kids and old men pulling trailers. And animal. Right. And so animal. let's just say 12. <laughs> it's probably going to be 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. And I assume the old men are going to want to stop midway, which is going to be interesting right. trying You'll to get a hotel like room six and six. with Three dogs and two chickens. Right. Well, you have the camper you could stay in, right? With, I guess. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I was just thinking you could sleep. campsites. I mean, well, I was just thinking it's like you've got a hotel room. Someone could be in the camper with them, you know, kind of a thing. The only problem is there's, <laughs> like, there would be no, like, electricity for the camper and you need that to like put the slide out and stuff because uh, you can't really get in there without putting the slide out mm -hmm. so i don't know how it would work that sorry no one cares yeah. um <laughs> this is all very interesting no i'm it sure it's all very interesting like i will put a <laughs> disclaimer and a timestamp. if you want to <laughs> skip all this feel free if you're one of those people that like thinks that podcast people are your friends like me let's chat like because yeah. i love this shit this, well, like people you always apologize I'm like, about no. weirdos. talk to me more <laughs> like let's chat like, let's catch up friend i'm friends with you everybody who story. does podcast right you had a creepy story about weirdos at your house so it's kind of adjacent <laughs> well and when that went down i was like wow that's really clever like if that is the new scam it is Oh, totally. Totally. That's, that's like, yeah, that's creep tactic. I don't like that at all. Well, and part of me was like, really? Did I need this shit right now? Right. Because <laughs> I feel like I got a lot going on. I'm pretty good at handling things. Right. I'm, a, I'm a big girl right. about a lot of stuff. But like, really? Let's yeah. not add theft. Oh, and also in this no. process, we had a hailstorm that totaled my roof. So I had a, a, oh, a no. put on during this process. Oh my god! So the buyers got a brand new roof. Good for them. Hey hey, <laughs> hey hey. That's right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So now our next adventure will be um, on Oklahoma. We'll be figuring out when yes. to record on Oklahoma time. <laughs> I'm gonna have to change all of our social meets because it's like. Colorado slash California. <laughs> right. Now it's Oklahoma. <laughs> right. I'm going to have to change it all. But honestly, can, Danielle, like. You can sing Oklahoma. It was, I was honestly, it was really good to have a long break. 
but I did miss you. Yeah. I'm glad that we are getting ourselves together. We're, we're putting our big girl pants back on. Yeah. There was no, no pants time Somewhat. for a little while. <laughs> it was sweatpants time. <laughs> hey, a- any pants. Just pants. Any pants. <laughs> I don't really have anything other exciting news on this end of the street. Uh, like I said, other than that, it's Halloween. So if you're not celebrating, get with the program. Um, let's see. What else is going on? I'm alive. I get to go, this is a really not care, but I get to, I finally get to go to see Taylor Swift in a little <gasps> less, a little, a little less than two weeks. Oh, what are yes, you going to wear? Uh, this is like, this is, it has been a journey, let me say. <laughs> Again, I'm sorry for anyone who doesn't care. I'll keep it short, but it's been a journey of I hate every outfit. So we're just going to see what happens when I show up. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> We could just hose you down. I have glitter. bought so many outfits and re- every outfits. I have so bought so many outfits and returned them. So it's been like I like this. Nope, I get it and I hate it. So it's been. I have a jacket that I had made with some song lyrics on it. That is the only guarantee that's going to be on my body. Everything oh, else is a let's see, let us see. <laughs> so, but it's been a long journey. We're like the almost the very end of the tour. So it's been a very long journey to wait <laughs> to get to this point. Yeah. So it's been, and then I know we'll be sad when it's over, but yeah, it's been like, we got these tickets so long ago that we've been seeing the tour happening. And then it's like, it's finally. It's a big deal. <laughs> it is like, a big deal. It I don't know how deal. she's ever going to top this. It's, you know, I don't know either because this is like a retrospective tour. You know, it's like it's right. everything. So, yeah, I, her next tour is going to just be I don't know what. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what where she, what she does next. But I am very excited at this point. I'm just kind of like I just want it to happen because, you know, it's, it's the it's the anticipation now of like, is it going to be a horror show? Is it going to be good? Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> so. But yes, so not this weekend, but next weekend. It's Who's finally our turn. I am actually going with my dad. So yeah, oh, my dad so is my concert. <laughs> it's, it's it's cute, but it's also lame and sad. But yeah, no, I love it. My dad, my dad is my concert friend. He went to Lady Gaga with me. Yeah, he's my concert friend. That so, is the yeah. best. He, and, he, and he and he loves Taylor Swift. So like. He's a Swifty. Oh, so cute. He he is a Swifty. So yeah, he's a Swifty. He loves her. So I'm very excited. It's it's fun to like. It's good. Like I get like emotional. It's a it's good like um, memories. You know. Yeah, you're gonna have those memories with him like forever. Like you're always gonna remember like every concert and like all the songs that you played. And like that's so fun. I'm so glad he's your concert buddy. Yeah, so it's it'll be fun. I'm excited, and I was joking, and I said I missed the boat of getting him a Swifty Dad shirt. <laughs> so, because um, they have like funny shirts, stuff. like all the dads. Yeah, that come. the dads they're, like, like they're with the their long. little kids. 
Yeah. But yeah. he's not being dragged along, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny, but he knows yeah. all the words. He, yeah. <laughs> yes. He doesn't know every, all of the songs. He's, he's pretty, he's pretty knowledgeable, but yes, I'm very excited. We have some friends going, like I have friends. So she's here for two nights. So I have a friend who's going, a friend, my friend and my hairdresser are going Friday. Okay, and then fitting. me, I'm going Saturday. And my boss is going Saturday. He's not going, but his wife and his daughter are going Saturday. So I have, so there's, I know a few people who are going, but yeah, it's, but yeah, it's a big, like, it's a big event. Like it feels like a big, like, wow, <laughs> you know? So to say you got tickets and all that stuff is, you know, a big deal. Cause she was just near, she was just in Denver. She was just there, so yep, that was she, her last stop. There was a, a thing was on the news, like the plane has arrived, like the Pope, right? Like, <laughs> like the Pope? Yeah, they I were love reporting, it. They were reporting on it the same way they do when the Pope comes to town. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Well, I'm happy for you. So one last thing before we yeah, jump in. We missed exciting. Pride Month. Um, So we mm-hmm. missed Pride. So I would just like to say in this stressful time... Drag queen content has kept me afloat. Uh, (laughs) I have now seen almost every season of RuPaul's Drag Race. I've seen almost every All-Stars. I have been deep into the Race Chaser pod. I've seen almost every episode of Uh. Like... The haters roast. I almost peed my pants watching the haters roast. It was um Oh man. It was drag stars at sea or some bullshit. They were on a cruise and it was like, oh, oh my I... god, the lineup. It was um <laughs> Bianca was hosting and it was oh, Alaska wow. and Detox and Willem and um so this is an older first. one. And mm-hmm. uh, Jinx was there, and um, Pandora. Although Pandora walked wow. off, I think they made her mad. Uh, <laughs> do you listen anyways. to the bald and the beautiful? That's yes, my, I that's do. my favorite. But I'm I a, do. But I'm sometimes, like they forget they're on <laughs> mic because you've got mm-hmm. dudes who are naturally disgusting when they get together. So that's no different yeah. for their pot. So like there are times when they are like in graphic detail about like <laughs> porn malfunctions and like, and I'm like, yes. y'all mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm pretty grown up about a lot of things, but there are some times when I have to tap out of it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. There are certain episodes I, I fast forward a lot because sometimes it's just too much, but then sometimes they're so funny, but yeah. I have always liked, but yeah, uh, it's my favorite. That is forever uh, my favorite. Good, yeah. I can't, like, I hurt myself laughing at that. And when they do, like, Netflix, they when they do, like, the watch thing, like, when they watch yes. shows. Yeah, yeah, because I watched really um, Love is Blind season four. And they and they yeah. watching and I watched their reaction. It was hilarious. But anyway, so yeah, that mm-hmm. so that was relatable. So I was like, wait a minute, we missed Pride. Happy Pride, everybody. Yes. Sorry we missed Happy it. Pride. Um, you know, we're we're both straight, yeah. but we're both allies or whatever you want to call us. <laughs> like yes. and leave the drag queens alone because we need them. They make leave me happy. the drag queens alone. Yes. Leave the drag queens alone. Trans rights are human rights. We're with you. We know yep. it's shitty right now. 
Everybody just mind their own damn business. Make it better. It's just, real yeah, simple. Mind your own it's business. Real simple. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. Today, <laughs> what are we reading? Today we have a silly one because we're feeling silly. Yes. So today we have one of our favorites. Give yourself goosebumps. Choose your own adventure stories. But this one is. But this is Night in Werewolf. I can't say werewolf. That's not going to work out. Night in Werewolf Woods. (laughs) What were we reading where I couldn't say the word and it kept sounding like, it kept sounding like, oh, horror and whore the whole time. (laughs) Yes, because it was horror land. It was. All the horror land horrors. <laughs> and he kept saying so horror land horrors. Yeah. <laughs> and then that was hilarious because so it was like a, all little fishnets. <laughs> but apparently I can't say werewolf either, so this will be good. <laughs> Yay! Alright. So we're just gonna so I picked this one because it's vacation time. Woo. Your family is going oh god, more W's. Your family is going to Woods World Cabins. <laughs> They're just fucking oh, with you. Uh, all the kids <gasps> say terrifying creatures roam the woods there at night. Werewolves, trolls, and hideous monsters. But you're not scared until your mom makes nerdy Todd Morris come along. And until Todd insists that the two of you must brave the dark woods on the night of the full moon to find his stolen treasure. Can you survive until sunrise alive? Dun, dun. If you make the right choices, you will escape the werewolves of Woods World. If you make the wrong choice, beware. Oh, so this is another amusement park? No, I don't, I don't really know what we're going to find. It just says Woods fuck World. What is Woods Cabin. World? Is this I, Bass Pro? It's like, are we? It's Bass Pro song. Are, it's are Bass we Pro. trying to get out with our lives and our camo and our pink camo? I'm the Bass Pro. Oh my God, my book camo wedding dress. This is great. There's a waterfall yes. and some taxidermied animals exactly. that once had a life. Mm-hmm. They're watching you and they hate you. All right. <laughs> Nerd alert! We interrupt your perfect summer vacation at Deepwoods Lake to bring you this special nerd news. Your parents have invited their best friends, Mr. and Mrs. Morris, and their super nerd son, Todd, to share the cabin with your family this year. You can't believe it. Your worst nerdmare has come true. This can't be happening to me, you say aloud as your family's minivan pulls up to Woods World. You've already spotted the Morris's car. It's parked beneath a string of lanterns hanging over the entrance. Woods World is the cabin community that your family has vacationed at every summer since you were a baby. So it's, I guess it's just like a camping spot. Like a with little camping, like yeah. oh, okay, so it's like, like a wilderness like a lodge at Disney resort. World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have I'm like, thinking um, like wilderness lodge vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jellystone. Yeah, does that too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jellystone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm thinking. You spot Todd 
He's gawky, stringy-haired, and has thick-rimmed glasses. Hey, hey, what do you say? Todd calls to you. His big hand whirly birds out of the car in a nerdy way. Your mom cautions you to be nice. Your dad says maybe he's different. And then you're like, oh yeah, he's different from everyone else on this planet. Your minivan and the Morris's car roll up the gravel next to Evergreen Cabin, which is your cabin. You gaze around and nothing has changed since last summer. The woods behind the cabin are dark and deep. The sparkling lake in front of the cabin is smooth as glass. There's a narrow sandy beach that stretches into a curve around the shoreline. The sun's almost set, leaving a pink-orange glow in the sky. There's enough daylight for you to notice a note taped to the screen of your cabin. Cool, and you jump out of the car. That must be a note from my friends, you tell your parents. So you sprint across the lawn and up the porch steps, and you pull the note off the cabin door. You unfold the note and read it out loud. Kids only campfire tonight, 8 p.m. at the beach. Your mom's like, wonderful. It's only 7 o'clock. You can help unload the car and then go. This will be a perfect opportunity for the other Woods World kids to meet Todd. And a perfect opportunity for them to think I'm a nerd because I'm with him. You'd muttered, but no one heard you. Your parents and Mr. and Mrs. Morris all went inside the cabin. You watch Todd unload his stuff from the car, and he pulls out a red tin box. And three very large red-haired boys bike up the driveway. They're the Murphy brothers. Jess, Buck, and Sharky. Okay. <laughs> Help me. Sharky. What, what kind Sharky of a white person timeshare? Right. <laughs> like, that's what this is, right? This is like super white Pennsylvania timeshare cabin I'm scenario. So. We yeah. all vacation at the same yeah. time together. <laughs> same time. Yes. Welcome to Woods World, Nerdo, the oldest brother, Sharky Taunts Todd. Sharky is 15 but he looks as if he's been lifting weights since he was two. Last summer, a kid told you that Sharky got his nickname because he got in, because getting into a fight with him is like trying to survive a shark attack. He grabs the tin box that Todd was holding and tosses it to his younger brother, Jess. And Todd shouts, that's my pewter figure collection. Bring the box back. And his tears forms in his eyes as the Murphy brothers pedal away, taking the box with them. Oh, Doyle right, first rules! O'Doyle oh, rules. If you have a Peter figure collection, don't shout about it. Like, first of all. Listen, hey. that's his emotional support Peter collection. It goes Their with figure him collection. to the cabin. He didn't pack underwear, but he's got... <laughs> no underwear, no toothbrush. But he's got... So you try to pretend that you didn't see Todd crying, but this kid is not quiet. He's a loud sobber. His tears are sprouting out of his eyes like a water main break. And you're finally just like, all right, I'll go to the campfire and get your precious collection back. And he says he's coming to, and he wipes his nose on his sleeves. Yeah. You glance over at your porch and... 
all of your parents are busy talking, so they don't notice that Todd's tears are flooding the campground, but you notice. And now you have to decide if you're going to bring Todd to the campfire or leave him to cry at the cabin. <laughs> Why is the carpet all wet, what are you gonna Todd? Do? Todd and his oh. crying. Are you leaving him behind? Are you taking him with you? I mean... <clears throat> Depends on how cool my friends are. Like, is it kinder to just... I mean, you just encountered three assholes. <laughs> Come on, Todd. This guy sounds like let's, a lose. Let's take Todd with us. Right. He's crying. Come on, Todd. Todd. Okay. Because you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> like, they're going to come out and see he's crying. Right, you're going to get like, in trouble. Why is Todd crying again? <laughs> take Todd. All right. So you can't, you can't help feeling sorry for poor Todd and decide to take him to the campfire. Maybe if those Murphy brothers see him crying, they'll feel sorry for him too. And Todd just wailing, they're the meanest people I've ever met. And he takes a package of tissues out and blows his nose really loud. And you're like, you're going to scare them with your honking more than they could ever scare you. I just want my pewter collection back. It's my most precious possession. And as soon as he starts talking, the faucets start opening and he can't stop crying. He's sobbing. I'll go to the, I can't go to the campfire. My sinuses are clogged. You'll have to face them alone. How and old you're is like, Todd? alone? We don't know. <laughs> He's I mean, apparently five. <laughs> maybe he is like may are we reading this situation we wrong we haven't well if sharky is 15 but we don't know how old you are either in this scenario. Well, i guess that's true <laughs> all right so you're like so you perk up because he's like you have to go without me i'm so depressed and you're like without you and he's todd's like i'm sorry oh, i just I don't sure feel like going to a party and you happily say if you insist i mean i, mean, I guess but gotta go <laughs> bye, bye bye so you're like bye so you leave todd alone to cry at the cabin and you're like it's cool man stay here unpack your stuff i'll go to the campfire get your box back all good and you run out the door and you head for the campfire spot at the end of the beach and a giant fire is already blazing when you arrive. And you see your friend Lauren, her, whose parents own Woods World. <laughs> she and the regular crowd. Right. So she and the regular crowd of Wood World, Woods World kids are sitting around the fire, listening to Sharky tell a creepy story. And he's in the middle of it. And he says, remember the legend of the werewolves. At first, you may think you're talking to a friend. Then when the full moon comes out from behind a cloud, you'll see hair begin to grow on their face, fangs take the place of teeth, and a voice that once was human turns to a howl. And Sharky pauses and lowers his voice and points out that the moon was full tonight. And it's a perfect night for the werewolves of Woods World to appear. No one is safe. Not now, not ever. <clears throat> So this Sharky laughs an evil laugh as he finishes his story 
and the kids are sitting around the campfire studying each other's faces, searching for hair and fangs. Clouds cover the full moon and the campfire party breaks up. Everyone says goodnight. Lauren Woods calls over to you and she says, nighty night, don't let the werewolves bite. And one of the younger kids asked Darky if he ever saw a werewolf. And he laughs and says, my brothers and I saw plenty of werewolf tracks in the woods just before we came to this campfire. Isn't that right, Jess? And his younger Murphy brother says, we saw the wolf tracks when we were burying that nerdy kid's box. And you think to yourself, they buried Todd's box, but where? And you had promised to get the box back, but should you go out alone tonight when the moon is full? Are you going to look for the box? Are you going to go back to the cabin? <clears throat> Again, it depends on how old I am. Um, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> if I am in a position of responsibility here, like if I am in 12, 13, 14 mm-hmm. range. I would say that range seems logical considering Sharky is 15. And you're allowed to go be by yourself at this campfire. So I would imagine. Well, I, I get the feeling this is like highly like privileged 80s parents. Like you can probably do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. Um, right. In relative safety, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go out in the woods. Um, okay. Because reasons, intrigue, drama. You get so bored at this age. Um <laughs> So many choices just right. stem from like this is something that's happening and it's happening to me and I want to see what's happening. Right. So yeah, we go to the woods and you made a promise. Maybe we can get that right. uh, that uh, stoutly built ginger to come along. <laughs> You're going alone. All right, because a fine. promise is a promise, and you promised Todd you would get his box back tonight. So you decide to go into the woods. It's no big deal, you think to yourself, because you've been coming to Woods World forever and you've never seen werewolves before. And you follow the Murphys up a gravel path to the woods, and you hope they will lead you to the box, but the only problem is that the Murphys are nowhere in sight. They sprinted up the path in the dark, and you peered ahead but see nothing. The full moon's behind a cloud, and there's total darkness. And the woods are silent. Even the raccoons and other night creatures seem to have gone to bed. Nothing is out there. Nothing except you. And then you hear a howl. And you whirl around. What made that horrible noise? You look to your right and to your left, and there's nothing. You continue along the path, hear the gravel crunching under your sneakers, and then you see it, a light flickering up ahead. Does she really think they're going to bury it on the path? Right. Dumb. (laughs) Oh, I guess it's me. I'm not going to role play. I apologize. I can never do Do you really think... (laughs) a candle is burning in a jar next to a large boulder on the side of the path 
As you hurry closer, a breeze makes the flame flicker, and there's a note taped to the rock. You bend down to read the note, and you wonder if someone left this for you. You draw the candle close and squint to the darkness to read the writing. The wax is dripping and hardening on the side of the jar, and you read the note aloud. The werewolves of Woods World, they love to see red. So the box that was Todd's is now their box instead. The werewolves of Woods World disappear at dawn, so you must find the box before this night is gone. This has to be a joke, but you can't help gazing into the darkness to search, and you hold your breath and listen. And you hear the crackling of twigs, which were footsteps, and you're not alone after all. Someone or something is out there with you. Dun, dun. This trip just got way better. Like, we now have mm-hmm. intrigue. We have a scavenger hunt. We have a candle in a jar, which is very dramatic by <laughs> itself. Like, I uh-huh. feel like our next Zilla. step is to, like, slowly walk down the path, holding this candle up for some kind of ambient light. If only we, we had a costume. I know. Darn it. Well, it's you. You can give yourself a costume. <clears throat> Bam. Bam. Something that will drag along behind me as you walk <laughs> forward with a candle. Like, this is great. This is Get great drama. This is a thing that would never happen to anybody at this age. <laughs> awesome. What do we do next? <clears throat> So you duck down behind an old tree stump and you listen for the footsteps again and they're closer. But in the darkness, you can't tell exactly where they're coming from. Your heart is pounding like a jackhammer and the footsteps get closer and closer. And then you finally scream because a hand is on your shoulder, but you're afraid to look. Hey, hey, what do you say? Todd's voice breaks through your screen. It's just me. I came out to find you. After all, it's my box and I should help you find it. And you're just like, this guy scared the shit out of you. And he's always talking about is this stupid box. So you catch your breath and try to slow your heartbeat. And you're like, get a life, Todd. You shouldn't sneak up on me like that. And Todd starts whining. I just wanted to help. I even brought a flashlight. And of course, you're glad it's Todd and not a werewolf. In fact, you're glad for any company, and you're just like, follow me, come on, let's freaking go. And Todd asks, which way? <clears throat> so you're telling me I'd be really been mad following a path this whole time with no flashlight? No flashlight, just darkness. And then she you sees just, the candle. And you put your hands out in front of you? You in see the, the woods? candle. What is the matter with. <laughs> Okay. Children. Todd, Todd's got to be you? younger. Todd's got to be in the nine range. Uh, eight he seems like a baby. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like he's probably yeah. just a really immature, like eight or nine year old kind of a thing. Because he's tall enough to put mm-hmm. his hand on her shoulder. Yeah. But she's ducking down. Oh, uh, well. Behind a tree stump. Maybe he is younger. Well, great. So now you're in the woods with uh, like Todd, him. who is in desperate <laughs> search for his box. Um, and the ginger trio, oh, which has figure. taken the time to like make this very elaborate game that we're all excited to play. I know, right? I kind of appreciate them, their level of effort. 
So you tell him, let's go this way toward the two red lights. And you lead the way through a wall of thorny bushes. And you figure there's a path to the beach somewhere around here. And Todd's crying out, these stupid thorns are scratching me. And then you're like, better watch out. Don't bleed too much. You don't want the werewolves to catch the scent of your blood. And then his knees start to tremble as you push through the overgrown vine. Todd asks again, are you sure this is the path? It's dark out here. I can't see anything. And you can't answer because you hear the howling again. And this time it's very, very close. Todd starts to whine and you try not to panic for Todd's sake. And you flip on the flashlight and darkness is still around you. You hit the flashlight on your hand and once or twice, there's still no light. Stupid batteries. But even without light, you notice the ground under your feet changing from dry to slippery and very slimy. Where are you? Uh, I don't know. You're supposed to be going to the beach. Maybe you hit, maybe you hit the beach. It's like a bog. We're going to encounter a bog witch. Every every story it. needs a good bog, right? Like, I, li- bubbles, I think so. Like belching steam. Bogs are underappreciated. Right? Do you know that bog witch? She is really like... 200 but she looks 100 because of like constant like steam in her face that's good steam facials yes love it it's a cave in all the summers you've been coming to woods world you never knew there was a cave there so you decide to check it out but you hear a voice from somewhere deep in the cave and it's a voice calling your name you think the voice sounds like sharky murphy but you're not sure so you say hello and you start to move forward into the dark and todd tugs you to not go in like just don't go but you're like the voice is calling from inside and you feel pulled by the voice and pulled by todd at the same time so what's it gonna be go in or stay out. I don't fucks with underground. Stay out. All right. So you're going to listen to whiny Todd. <laughs> you know, she has no light. She's entering a cave. <laughs> At any point, she could just step off a drop off, plunge 20 true, feet, true. not die, and slowly starve to death with three broken limbs. <laughs> We're not going in that true. cave. <clears throat> All right, all right. You snap at Todd as he pulls you back. You won't go in the cave, but do you want your box or not? And Todd's like, of course I do. And he's still holding on to you. But I think I'm allergic to caves. I feel strange. Yes. And you're you kind of like, well, I kind of feel strange too with you holding on to me all the time. And so you shake his hand off your arm and step back. But your feet sink into thick mucky goo that won't let go you're glued to the spot and sinking deeper and deeper and you're like todd help me get out of here but todd isn't listening 
He has his back turned to you and is staring at a beam of light shining through a crack in the cave's ceiling. He's gazing up and shouts, I see the full moon. Never mind the moon, Todd. Pull me out of here. But Todd does nothing. You check and see that Todd isn't standing in quicksand, but he can't seem to move either. He's staring motionless at the light of the full moon, like he's in a trance. <clears throat> so now you put Todd in a trance. And apparently it's Indiana Jones You're well, thinking because we're dealing with quicksand in a cave. <laughs> you sink deeper into the quicksand and you see Todd is being transformed by the moonlight. Hair grows on his face and hands. His teeth light lengthen into wolf-like fangs with flashing red eyes and Todd turns towards you. He opens his mouth and lets him a blood-curdling howl. You shout, turn your face away from the moonlight. Don't look at the moon. It's a werewolf moon. Don't let it get you. You try one more time to pull your feet free of the quicksand. But in one swift move, you leap out from the hole and throw yourself at Todd. The force of your body moves him out of the moonlight. You hold him down and the beam of moonlight disappears as a cloud passes over it. The light goes away, so do Todd's werewolf features. That's it. I understand what we have to do. You're very calm for just meeting a werewolf. Well, I'm like, also dude. randomly a, an expert on lycanthropy all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And, and <laughs> recognize something called a werewolf moon and also how to manipulate it. And then also I have the, the superhuman strength that it takes me to jump out of quicksand and tackle a werewolf. That's badass. Yep. That's You're the, badass. I punched the shark. You're just our story that's going to get yeah. you laid. Like, it is. I jumped out of quicksand and tackled a werewolf. Mm-hmm. See my collection. That's how I got this scar. <laughs> <laughs> you tell Todd that Sharky was wrong when he said no one was safe here. And you know what you have to do. There's one way to keep yourself safe. The werewolf moon has no power over them as long as they stay out of the light. And Todd's confused. You mean the light of the full moon is what turned me into a werewolf? And you're like, exactly. If we stay out of the moonlight, we'll be safe from werewolves. Do you get it now? But then a low growl answered. And you're like, Todd, was that you? All good. How quickly we've accepted Todd. Oh. I know. We're just like, we love Todd now. She's like, no, bro. Just stay out of the moonlight. Come on, Todd. <laughs> like, I brought my de-shedding rake. <laughs> oh, we didn't read. Oh, this is funny. <clears throat> um, Todd is as surprised and afraid as you are. And Todd's like, no, that wasn't me. Was it you? And the growling is getting louder and closer. And you're like, of course it wasn't me. But the full moon 
full moon's beam break through the crack in the ceiling, and the cloud passed by, and the moonlight is as clear and bright as a Hollywood spotlight. But this time, it's not shining on Todd's face. It shines on another face and another. Two faces that aren't human. Faces that are transforming before your eyes into snarling, growling werewolves. What should you do? So this is funny because it says, Your knowledge of the Goosebumps book, The Werewolf of Beaver Swamp, will help you decide what to do, which we haven't read yet. What type of bird did the werewolf of Beaver Swamp rip apart? If you think it was a cardinal, go to page 57. If you think it was a heron, turn to page 68. We didn't read that one yet. Um, (laughs) I don't remember. Cardinal? All right, let's see. Well, they're in a swamp, but yeah, maybe. It's a straight up guess. I don't have any idea. I mean, you could go the super immature route and be like, well, 68's really close to 69, so let's choose the other one. Um, We're going to go with Cardinal. That was your first guess. Yeah. You and Todd scream together when you spot the the drooling werewolves. And you start to run. You turn around to make sure Todd is keeping up with you, but he's gone. And the werewolf on your heels is gone, too. You race towards the dark end of the tunnel, and the air is thinner and hard to breathe. Soon you're lightheaded from lack of oxygen, and you feel like you're floating. (laughs) You are floating out out of the cave into the darkness of the night. You look down and see the lake far below and you call out to anyone who might be awake in the cabins of Woods World. No one hears you. No one sees you drifting away. As you drift high above Woods World, your body begins to shrink and you feel very light. Paper thin. It must have been from not having enough oxygen and breathing in the cave air. You continue to shrink as you float toward the entrance to Woods World. You see the main building, the cars parked around it, the colored paper lanterns lit up to welcome newcomers. And you seem to be floating floating closer and closer to the lantern. You've only seen them from the ground, and this is the first time looking at them from above. And you gasp when you notice the strangest thing you've seen all night. Even stranger than a werewolf. I was going to say, like, this, this you're flying. <laughs> but yes, this configuration. <laughs> okay, cool. Yep. Got it. You are floating directly above the paper lanterns now. For the first time, you see that each lantern has a face. In fact, each lantern has a face of someone you know from the past. Hanging on the line of lanterns are all the people who used to come to Woods World. And for reasons you never understood, they just stopped coming. But now you know the truth. They didn't stop coming to Woods World. They never left. Slowly you drift up and over to an empty space on the string of lanterns. You hear a click and you can't move. You try to say something, but you're a paper lantern person now. You can't talk anymore, and neither can any of the other lantern people. 
Hope you like Woods World a lot. You'll be hanging around for a long, long time. In fact, your stay may never, ever come to an end. Dun, dun, dun. You'd think that missing kids is something would come up in the time shareholders meeting. <laughs> Unless the people who own Woods World are the werewolves and they do it. But still, I, I don't know how you became a lantern. I am. We. We took many leaps. <laughs> we took many leaps. Like, the, you know, there's our, our endless <laughs> knowledge of lycanthropy. There's our instant mm-hmm. um, exception, like, of everybody around us being a werewolf, but also, like, a magical element from somewhere that turns us into Paper Lantern, which is kind of cool. It has anime vibes. I want that. It's a, um, it is a kind of a cool ending. It is a cool ending. It just, it just doesn't make a lot of sense, which is okay. Like, in these, in these ones... There's no plot line, no through line. Like it's a tree, you know. We we go, we have to make jumps, and I get that. That's cool. But this is that's pretty cool ending. That was although cool it would have been cooler if like three of the heads was like red at the top. Like you could pick out the red heads. Like she's not the first of the night to be put on the line. I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Where do you mm-hmm. think we went wrong? Is it because we didn't go in the cave? Maybe we can go that back and go back. in the cave. Um, do we pick the wrong yeah. bird? Oh, we could have picked the wrong bird. Try the There's Harry. a lot go of possibilities. 68. Yeah, let's see. All right. Doing the Wayne's World. Let's do the mega happy ending. God damn, we gotta watch those again. You always forget. Always forget. Mm-hmm. And then like it the shows up ending. randomly on something. And then it's like, oh, yeah. these are so fucking good. Like they've held so up. good. So even both of them. People are like, Where's World 2? Isn't it good? I'm like, get out of my life. Yeah, get go fuck yourself. Wayne's World 2 is amazing. Life. They are but. equally amazing. <laughs> For different reasons. Chris Farley and like the guy as like the roadie guy. Oh my god. Amazing. Um, the random naked okay. Indian. Only Mike Myers can bring us yeah. the naked Indian and have it be like <laughs> it's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like people who that movie isn't funny. I'm like, you're not funny. Go you're fuck not yourself. Funny. Have fun at, right. have fun with your life so without you a soul. Pick- right. All right, so we're back. We did Scooby the Okay, so you picked the other bird. I forgot which one it was. The heron, right? The heron, yep. Yes. So the cardinals led us to the paper tree ending, which is kind of cool. And now this says, the werewolves start howling. So you grab Todd's shoulders and give him a good shake. And you're like, snap out of it, Todd. It's either howl or run. And we don't know which way the werewolves are heading. There is one more choice, Todd. And you point to the stream of light at the end of the tunnel. It looks as it might be the way out. And Todd's like, yeah, sure. I already saw that tunnel. I also saw the giant hole in the floor between us and the way out. Just listen to this. And Todd dropped a stone into the hole. And the two of you wait to hear it hit the bottom. And it never does. 
So essentially you're in a bottomless pit. Don't like that. And the wolves are howling, but they're not coming from Todd and he's too busy talking about the pit. And the Todd whispers, it's the werewolves, start howling. But you say, no, jump. So do you howl to save yourself or do you jump across the bottomless pit? If you push off of Todd, you might get enough momentum <laughs> to make. Um, we jump, right? Okay. Hold still, Todd. No, no, no. You're the anchor. Hold still. You're the anchor, Todd. You're gonna cheerleader style. We have to jump across. I love it. We have to jump. It's the only way out of this place. And Todd starts whining. I can't do it. You go first. And as soon as you hear the howling again, all your nervousness disappears. Come on, Todd. The werewolves are getting closer. And without another word, you go back a few steps and take a running leap. It's so dark. You're not sure if you're making it across the pit or not. All you know is you're flying through the air. But in seconds, your feet land on solid ground and dirt crumbles under your heels. You're half on, half off the edge of the pit. You're swaying back a little bit. And then Todd starts screaming, don't leave me. You said, I'm trying my best, Todd. And you fall forward onto the ground. And you're like, that was close. But you can't finish the sentence because what you see standing behind Todd is making your mouth drop wide open. Something's gonna eat Todd. Sucks to suck, Todd. You jumped when Mm -hmm. I said. Werewolves. There are werewolves behind you. You manage to scream. Jump, Todd. You have to jump. You fumble with the faulty flashlight, and this time it actually goes on. And you point the flickering beam past Todd's head, which now has like drool on it. And you aim for the eyes of the beast, and it's working. The light is hypnotizing them. You're yelling at him again to jump across, jump, Todd. And he cries again, and the werewolves reach out for him, but Todd jumps. And you lean over the edge of the pit and grab Todd's hand. You stretch your own your arm out as far as you can. Do you catch Todd, or do you let Todd fall to his death? <laughs> This is like serious. Like, are you gonna let this child die? Yeah, now or are we, you... we've ventured into the psychological profiling section of choose your own scare, uh-huh. where your choices yep. are gonna make someone somewhere go, hmm. Talk about that. I'm gonna let him fall to the pit. Yeah. Um For reasons of legal accountability, I need to be able to go back (laughs) to the cabin with Todd. So, Todd, Todd, come on, Todd. You have to catch him. You have to catch him. All right. You caught me, Todd exclaims. And you're like, we basically caught each other. But then then you realize that you're falling because your legs and arms are tangled up with Todd's and just your luck, you end up with all the people in the world with you don't want to be with at the bottom of the bottomless pit. And you just keep falling down, 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 spinning and tumbling. But Todd is stuck to you like syrup to pancakes. 
And now that you think of it, he's probably getting the stupid werewolf slime all over you. And you're not sure which is worse, having Todd glued to you or being slimed. Or maybe that is werewolves, you stupid bitch. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You have plenty of time to think about it because you're free falling for quite a while. Oh, no. It's that scene in Spy Kids where they're like... like, Yeah. (laughs) You remember? And they're just like, how long have we been falling? It's like a really long time. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's starting to get boring. With no bottom to the pit, there's nothing to look forward to. There's nothing to see down below. You and Todd look up instead, and you immediately are hit in the eye with drops of liquid. There's a whole pack of werewolves up there. And at the rim, 20 or more hungry werewolves are leaning into the hole. And the drops hitting you in the eye are the drool from their fangs. Sure. The werewolves want food, and you and Todd are it. You can feel their fire-red eyes staring at you. A hot glob of drool hits the tip of Todd's ear and dribbles down his neck. And he groans, disgusting, and pulls his hand away from your arm to wipe off the drool. But now, Todd is falling away from you. And you're both on your own. You hear a scream in the darkness below. It's Todd, and he sounds very far away. You have lost him for sure. You think to yourself, too bad. I was just starting to kind of get used to having him around. And you yell out, goodbye, Todd. I'm sorry I said you were a nerd. I really do like you. I'm, I'm being honest. And you actually get tears in your eyes and call out one last time. Bye, Todd. I'll miss you. I really will. And then a happy voice calls out unexpectedly. You'll really miss me? That's well. (laughs) So Todd heard you being a sap all along. And that's the end? No, we'll keep going. (laughs) Okay. Todd, what's happening? How did I catch up to you so fast? You didn't. We caught up to you. Before Todd can say any more, you realize that you are no longer falling. You and Todd are both sitting on the back of some giant winged thing. What the? It's a pterodactyl. Probably preserved in this pit for centuries. The huge prehistoric flying reptile is moving its head up and down. It seems to be asking you to choose which way you want to go, up or down. Up to the werewolves, down to the unknown. Oh, we're helping hands. <laughs> you're not helping, you're hurting. Which way do you want to go? Um, to go. <laughs> first of all, I think it's rude <laughs> not to name our pterodactyl. I feel like he needs okay. a name. Uh, what would you like strikes, to name? You found strikes him, me so. as a Connor. It's a fine Irish name. Mm-hmm. Connor. I like it. Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to go up because we're not morons. You're going to go up to the werewolves? Well, you're on a pterodactyl. Oh, no. I lost my place. You like you can't just fly up and out of the cave, or again, pterodactyl. They're the size of a car. 
They're going to eat every werewolf up there. Uh, Maybe he breathes fire. We don't know. We don't know what kind of pterodactyl this is. So, like, maybe now you're riding a fire-breathing pterodactyl named Connor. And uh, (laughs) he's hungry. And you're like, I got you, bro. And you can feed all the werewolves to him. And then you can spend the rest of the summer riding this thing like Falcor. I like your story better. (laughs) Hold on. I lost. I totally messed up. Elevator music. Yep. All right. So you're going to the werewolves. <laughs> with yeah. Connor. Let's do it. Right. Connor, I got you. Let's go, go get a snack. Go up. And then Todd said, I think I'm going to. And he said, you're like, go up, not throw up. And so the pterodactyl points its head upward and flaps its wings. Up, 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 you rise and go to the darkness, speeding at what you never thought possible. You look, you're moving so fast, you're almost at the mouth of the bottomless pit, and you're almost at the mouth of a pack of very hungry werewolves, with their mouths still watering. <laughs> I think you made a wrong turn here, ma'am. Well, the howling is, is they're howling even louder, and Todd is moaning and whining. And the pterodactyl flies up and out of the pit. It tips sideways and drops you and Todd on the ground right by the werewolf. You land in front of their feet and the (laughs) the wolves are pacing and circling. You have betrayed us. Connor betrayed you. You feel the betrayal in the depths of your soul. (laughs) Pterodactyls cannot be trusted. You're in front of their feet. No, we know that now. They're dicks. <clears throat> Their they growls are. and howls are bouncing shirt. up the walls Thank of the cave. Thank you. Game. You just came up with our new merchandise. Pterodactyls are dicks. <laughs> Pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. If I was, you were betrayed by a pterodactyl, and all I got was this T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> The werewolves are, smell so bad, like something you've never smelled in your life. Then a hand on your shoulder causes you to spin around. You're face to face with, and you cannot believe who it is. <laughs> you rub your eyes to make sure you're not seeing things that aren't there, but you're not. It's all three Murphy brothers inside the cave. You see the Murphys, but they don't see you. They're too busy defending themselves from the werewolves. Jess is holding a rock and is ready to heave it at the werewolves come too close. One leaps forward and pushes all three Murphy's brothers into the center of the pack of werewolves. You've never seen them look this scared. They don't look like bullies now, just regular terrified kids. For a second you think, well, it serves them right. They're the ones who got into this mess. But in the next second, you feel kind of sorry for them. What will you do? Try to help the Murphys or let the werewolves have them. Karma is a bitch. <laughs> so you're feeding them to the wolves. <sighs> what am I going to do? 
I, I'm still reeling from the betrayal. And I, mm-hmm. I'm just like, there's three of them. And one of them's a stout, swarthy 15-year-old. Right. Like, they're get, If they eat them, they're not going to want to eat you anymore. So it's, it's self-preservation. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go. <clears throat> Sorry, Sharky. But Sharky's like, you have to help us. We didn't mean any harm. But the werewolves see you, and you have to think fast. Fast. Tell us where the box is, and I'll save you. The werewolves have it. That's why we came in here. We were trying to get it back for your friend or whatever he is. And you watch in horror as the werewolves lick their chops. Rows of fangs glisten in the glow of their eyes, and they're ready for the Murphy feast. Sharky starts to beg, help us, please. Then you see the thing that started all the trouble, the red tin box. Buck was telling the truth. The werewolves do have it. You cry out for Todd to look and you point to the box resting at the feet of the fiercest werewolf. My pewter collection, Todd exclaims when he sees the box. He forgets for a moment that danger is only inches away. The werewolf's tongues hang out between pointed oversized teeth and their smell makes you feel sick. The pterodactyl from the pit swoops past you, making dirt and dust fly up from the ground. And the werewolves tuck their faces under their arms to keep the clouds of dirt out of their eyes. While the werewolf heads are buried in their arms, you and Todd crawl between them to grab the box. Then you sprint to a corner out of their sight. You clutch the box to your chest. This kid is like, what's his name from The Simpsons? The one who's like, I'm oh, a hockey Ralph. That is one. It Ralph? Ralph. Yes. Yeah, that meme where he's like he's on the like bus that. and he's like, I'm in danger. I'm in danger. Yeah, that kid. That's him. This is Todd. Yeah. <laughs> There's not an age difference. Well, they did. Like, very, very like insensitive. Was he trying to insinuate <laughs> in the very beginning of the book that like maybe Todd has special needs? But no, because like he's just calling him a nerd. Oh, uh, well, that's true. I don't That's know. true. I'm gonna I choose don't. to believe but that like, Todd he's, is just Ralph. I think he is. I mean, he's just like oblivious. Uh, he's like my pewter figure. <laughs> like, I, never I, mind. I, we're all about we to have die. Some backstory about these pewter like tchotchkes. <laughs> like, I want to know. Right. We don't have any. <laughs> we don't even know what the figures are. Is it something cool? Is he like a D and D nerd, and that's like part of his army? Like, what's happening? We're I, looking at it right now. You're going to find out. Okay. Literally. You predict okay. the future. You okay. throw open the box and look at the figure collection for the first time. And they're actually awesome. Inside the box are the most finely crafted, beautifully jeweled pewter figures you've ever seen. It was definitely worth the trouble. Each figure is in its own velvet-lined compartment. And you can't resist taking out the dragon with the emerald eyes. You turn the figure out in your hand and study the details and put the dragon back in its compartment. One by one, you take out each figure and study it. There's a prince waving a crystal bladed sword, a ruby studded castle, a diamond eyed skeleton in a cloak, 
and the magic sorceress holding a fiery crystal sun above her head. They're all safe, Todd explains with relief, and he helps you put them back and closes the box. But you are not safe. <laughs> The werewolves have all lowered their arms and turned at once. Their eyes glow like flaming torches. One of the hairy beasts grabs Todd and breathes breath in his face. Todd starts crying. You can have the collection, he tries to bargain. But the werewolf snarls and bares his fangs, and its mouth opens wide enough to take Todd's whole head in one bite. Then you decide to try and howl to take the attention away from Todd, which works. In fact, the whole pack of werewolves turns away from the Murphys and Todd. All eyes are on you, but you're ready for them. In one swift motion, you open the box and hold up the sorceress. Their red eyes reflect off the crystal sun and a blinding light is thrown back into them. The wolves step backwards and try to escape the reflecting light rays, but can they? <clears throat> Dun, dun, dun. Okay, Hermione. It's no use. <laughs> the werewolves cannot fight the sorceress's crystal light. One by one, with the howl as empty and hopeless into the bottomless pit itself, each werewolf loses its balance. They all fall backwards into the endless nothing that is the pit. Falling, falling forever, their howls rise to the open mouth, filling the cave and the deep, dark woods surrounding Wood's world. The Murphys throw themselves at you with thanks for saving their lives. We'll always remember you for this, Darkie says. You're, you too, nerd. I mean, what's your name? And you're like, this is my good friend, Todd. And you put your arm around Todd's shoulder, and you and Todd take the red tin box and lead the way out of the cave. Nothing can frighten you or Todd now. Not the Murphys, not the werewolves. You have faced every possible fear and conquered them all. For you both, this is a very happy ending. The oh, wow. end. I think this is the first time. First of all, you better get out of that cave because Connor is a dick. <laughs> and he's going to bring every single one of those werewolves back up from that bottomless pit and dump them at your feet. Okay, that's a problem. Secondly, this is probably the first time ever that we've ever done one of these books where I made it out alive in a mm -hmm. scenario. I think this is the first time we've I know. ever like, made it to an ending where we weren't trapped somewhere. Right? Or So we win. We win this book, mm -hmm. right? You won this book. Mm -hmm. I mean, we cheated a little bit because we just... did die that one time. We did, yeah. But we got multiple lives, so it's fine. The only other like big option we you had to choose was like, we could have not taken Todd from the beginning. That was like, oh. or the other, right? Like, am, wasn't that like the admit, beginning? Though, I am a little disappointed. Like, I really thought we were going to go on a scavenger hunt in the woods. That was going to be I know. I was looking forward with, like, to that, too. I'm cool with yeah. the cave edition, but I wish it was just a part of a longer um game, right right like maybe we had to find something in there and then maybe we had to jump in the lake to do something and maybe we had to you know like it went in a different direction many times did it go in a different direction yeah um, yeah I think our only other big choice was 
if we had not taken Todd with us to the campfire. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I mean, wait, we took him. I was going to say, we, we opted we to didn't, take him, wait, but then we he did. was like, so, he no. go. Yeah, so if we had chosen to take him, that was the other big, the big starting quest. So you take him with you. But we did opt to take him, remember? Because I didn't want to get in trouble. And he was like, no, I'm fine, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, it, it's messed up because... Oh, basically, it's the same scenario. I'm reading them both. So, right. Basically, but it's the was, same. There was e- either way, Todd like doesn't come with you. Yeah. Right. Either well, way, like whatever you choose. We still ended up in the cave. Right. Like, you still ended up in the cave, yeah. Oh, if you went back to your cabin instead of looking for the box, that was the other big choice. Oh, right. Do we go you out into went the back woods to, the cabin. to find the box? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Instead of go to the woods, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got oh, you. Oh, but if you did that, that's interesting. That's interesting, though. If you did that instead and went back to the cabin, you still encounter that note, but the way you get it is much less cool. A rock comes through the window and lands on the oh, floor, and you and Todd like- read that. You and Todd, yeah, you and Todd read the note together. <clears throat> Huh. Well, so that's the other way it happens. I guess you're getting this note one dun, way or dun, another. Dun. I did not realize that the yep. werewolves had projector eyes. Me either. I missed that detail, I guess. That was the most like cartoony thing that could have happened, right? Like it was straight out of Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, well, kind of. But there's a number of choices that, like we said, it's no, it doesn't really matter what you choose. Like you're going to get steered in one no. direction unless you go off on like a dead end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's like trolls and stuff in here. There's other things we didn't encounter yet. No day, no day. For time Very reasons, though, I think that we should just hold on to our happy ending. Yes, happy ending with Connor. Just kidding. <laughs> Connor's a dick. Good old no, don't, Connor. Don't speak. We don't Connor's speak his name. We don't talk about Connor. <laughs> no, no, no. I love it. No, no. But yay, super well, fun. fun. We haven't done one of those in a, in a little while. Um, so yeah. Those I are know they're fun. more casual, but it was a good, we, we good icebreaker. We enjoy them. It's mm-hmm. good to get back in the swing they're of things. Still. We're kind of dipping our toes back in. We definitely have plans to cover mm-hmm. full books again, like we always have been. As far as I know, we don't have any yeah. kind of um, plans to not continue. So we're just no, going to have to do it on yeah, our time as we feel good and have fun with it. Yeah. Um, and you're as you're moving us, and all that stuff. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're also having fun with us as we do these, please go leave us a review. Give us a rating. I'd like to bring some more people into our little family uh we're we're a small but mighty group but it'd be cool to have some more just because we could have better discussions in our facebook group and stuff like that yep we don't really care about the numbers we're not monetized we're never going to be monetized it's just not that's not one of our goals we're just having fun it'd just be it'd be Mm -hmm. more fun to kick it around with some new people so throw us a review tell a friend uh if you're also having a good time and yeah, as far as the Facebook group goes, I know I think you had put in there 
something what to do for spooky season. Yeah. So if anyone has ideas, if anyone has ideas, please feel free to share them with us. A theme, a game. We could bring back Fear Street Bingo. Maybe we could cover a different series that's adjacent, like Midnight Club. I also saw some other, some weird, like newer Fear Street books. I don't know if they're new or like something like that, but I I would also like ideas for um, visual media for us to cover because that's also fun for us. Yeah. It breaks Mm -hmm. up reading book because like whenever we do a full Mm -hmm. episode, you read a whole book and then you Mm -hmm. summarize it out. Like my script is usually about 15 pages long. Like. Yeah, it's, so you end up kind of reading it intensive. <laughs> it's enjoyable, yeah. but it is labor intensive. So it's nice for us to mm-hmm. have like a visual medium sometimes where we can just sit and chat yeah. about what we watched. Um, yeah. But I don't know what we that's going to be yeah. now. I mean, we haven't covered the Goosebumps movies. Those are pretty easily accessible, not too expensive yeah. to rent if they aren't. So we could well, cover we the covered, Goosebumps movies. We, ha- we haven't. We covered Haunted Mask, didn't we? Yeah, but I mean, like, the movies with Jack Black, like, the newer movies. Those oh, movies. yeah, we should do that. Mm-hmm. We haven't done that. Yeah, so we could do that. We have not We have not yeah. espoused on the, the Jack Black movies. Those, like I said, those are easy to get and cheap to rent if they're not already on oh, streaming Oh, yeah, somewhere. we can figure that out. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, well, if there's any other shows to talk about. Mm-hmm. We might have to lean into that for spooky season as well, because I think both of those movies are centered around Halloween, aren't they? I know the first one is. I can't. Or is it the second one? One of them the is definitely on sure. Halloween. I can't remember. Yeah, I think the it's the second one. Maybe one. not. Mm-hmm. The other one, it's... maybe not. Maybe I made yeah. that up. Yeah. Or um, they may just be, you know, in the, in the season. But yeah, definitely something we could do. Yeah, we don't know when the new show is coming out, but we will cover it when it does. We will. Um, yeah. I just keep I just keep hearing like some stuff about it. There was a poster that came out, kind of looked weird. But, I'm hoping that's now, not the real poster. <laughs> now we're on strike now, though. Are they oh, still filming? Right. Did well, they finish I, filming? I thought I thought Justin Long had said they were done. So I just don't know how in done and post they were. Like if they were still in editing mode or what, but. I think filming had finished because it was okay, supposed so, to be coming out this year. So, so what we're talking about, yeah, if you're not aware, I don't know. Uh, we're currently um, in the middle of a writer's strike. And then just a few days ago, the and actors also mm-hmm. went on strike. Um, so we're yeah. somebody I was listening to a Disney podcast today and they were talking about like they stopped filming Wicked. Because yeah. everybody's on mm-hmm. strike. So like. And they think yeah. that it's going to last a while because they're they're striking over yeah. um, issues with AI and not getting paid enough. Um, so they're thinking like this strike yep. is going to last a while. So they're saying that what it's really going to affect is like the Christmas movie season, next summer movie season, like all the things that were mm-hmm. working in the pipeline now are not going to come out. Um, right. So. Mm-hmm. It may be a minute before we get Goosebumps, unless they're already done. Because I don't mm-hmm. know if... Um, yeah, unless they're done. Mm-hmm. If that post-production stuff will yeah. still go forward, there may not be like a premiere or like fanfare or promotional thing. Yeah. So we're going to have to... Right. We're going to have to keep an eye on it. 
Yeah, because like prime examples, like the Haunted Mansion movie, like Disneyland had the little premiere, but obviously no celebrities were there. It was just like influencers and right. characters walking the carpet. It was kind of sad. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's and it's a really it's an interesting time because like we're not big enough for anybody to really care. But like and that's but it's an, if you know, if we have any listeners that are SAG after people or if they have people who are affected by this strike. And doing any kind of like studio promotion like that, if that's an issue for you, let us know. Like if we're going to cover the show, maybe we shouldn't right now because technically we would be scabbing by giving right. any type of promotion to to a, to a struck studio. So if Goosebumps right, comes out and the strike to say, yeah, but you know, but it's, I just right. put it out there because technically we are scabbing by giving it any type of promotion <laughs> so right. that's you know it, it's an it's an interesting time because it's like they want you know they say go to movies do those things but just literally don't talk about it like literally just don't like go go home like don't say you liked it don't say anything just see it enjoy it hate it but go home like it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting time because I have some friends who are in the movie industry and various, you know, various things, editors, you know, some voice actor friends and stuff. And it's, it's an interesting, interesting time. But yeah, right. if Goosebumps is done, like done, done, it will still come out. It's just, yeah, like you said, there will be no fanfare for it. It'll just be right. plop onto Disney, onto Disney Plus, or yeah, onto Disney Plus. And that'll be it. Okay. So, well, we'll mm -hmm. we'll look for it for sure, and definitely drop those recommendations. Yep. Um, yeah, if you have any recommendations. Mm -hmm. Because uh, we got to put some stuff together because spooky season's just about here and we got to get ahead of you guys. I know. Um, quick thank you mm -hmm. before we go to the Patreon peeps who have stayed with us during this transition time. Yes. Thank you so um, much. That's really crazy because we, I kind of feel like we don't deserve it. I toyed with shutting <laughs> it down or at least pausing it. I know. Because we won't, we weren't producing content yeah. for about two months. Um, but mm -hmm. we appreciate you. And Very it much. helps. Thank you. It just it just helps us feel more legitimate at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, we don't have any plans to not do this. I feel like we're coming up on four years. Um, That's a banana. <laughs> of this podcast. And I feel like we're mm -hmm. seniors now. Like, mm -hmm. a, most of the people that started podcasts for... COVID have scrubbed out because yeah. it's a lot of mm -hmm. work and we started, yeah, yep. you know, ours in, I think October before COVID happened. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, so yeah. So thanks. Thanks for keeping us, keeping us out there. Thanks yes. for supporting us. <laughs> if you want to support us and you're listening, we do have a Patreon. I think our lowest tier is like $2 or a dollar. Like yeah. mm -hmm. if you just want to go on there and throw us some support, that's definitely appreciate it yeah but um, yeah but honestly like we appreciate that but reviews are super essential too and those are free so free. reviews yeah. are essential they get us out there into the world sometimes so they'll push us you know places so reviews are free and that's they're a huge help and yeah and yeah just definitely everybody who's patreon who's in the group who's wondered where we were thank you appreciate it it's all my fault as all. <laughs> it's really not. So, I am. I, yeah. It just happened at the same time. It's the perfect storm. So we're just. It's going to be all right. It is the perfect storm. But yeah, we're hoping. 
hoping to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So we'll see you guys next time. Got to until then, we're out. But you kind of said your outro already. Until we're out, and you live in Oklahoma. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's our ending. That's the ending. Bye. This next time, Christy will officially be a Oklahoma, a homian. What's that? Homian. <laughs> <laughs>